And when you think about the goal is it gives your kids more energy. Um, it could help with detoxification, immune system, not getting sick as much, and maybe focus. So when your energy plummets, maybe you're drinking some caffeinated or uh, sugary beverage. When your energy starts to go down, your focus is going to go down. How many of you had uh, that friend or remember in school when there was that brown, you know, sack lunch with the uh, brown banana and a sandwich that doesn't look very appetizing and and then everyone else around the table or around the lunch table is like, get that lunch away from me. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, welcome back to the Rest Eat Move podcast. This is Matt again, solo and we're going to talk about back to school. It's uh, near and dear to my heart. My three kids all are entering school for the first time this year. It's hectic. It's crazy. As I come to you today, um, the third day of school is already canceled. We had a big thunderstorm roll through here, power outage down trees. But I think uh, this is some information that can really help parents. It can help the children of parents. It can even help grandparents that try to assist or help or maybe you're or caregiving, and maybe you don't have kids at all. I think some of the five steps I'm going to teach could really apply to not only back to school, but really creating structure as you are in the workplace. And so I'm going to come from the perspective of the child, but it begins with the parents. So there's five tips today for parents, grandparents, anybody trying to get kids out the door and, and create some habits. And I think when you think about back to school or school in general, you have to ask the question, well, what's the goal? What's the goal of school? And I think there's many goals. I think it's routine, structure, obviously learning, education, friendship, socialization, um, being a part of something. And you're trying to create progress. You're trying to help them progress. And we all know when we stop progressing or stop growing, we go the opposite direction. But it's the same way with parents or caregivers, is you're looking for that routine. You know, my wife and I are extremely excited for the routine that we can get back to. Love the summer. Routine, though, of back to school is an opportunity. Structure. Oh, I want my kids to have the structure because they, I think, uh, perform better. I think they actually are happier. I think their anger and frustrations and and tempers um, can be managed better. I think parents can learn. They can learn from their kids. They can learn from the structure. And again, I think parents create friendships from their kids' friends and sporting events. And then as parents, we're trying to progress too. We're trying to learn. We're trying to develop. But to me, the last one is the opportunity to lead. And that's where we be begin today. So the five tips today are all about leadership. How are you going to lead your family so that they can be the best they can be? And it begins with you. And so our five steps today, our five tips today, the number one tip is we got to relax. The goal is not to be perfect. And I'm as guilty of this. My wife does a tremendous job of getting everybody organized of schedules and supplies and clothes. And 
I think back to when I was in school, you went school clothes shopping, you went school supply shopping. And the first week, the first day, you have a perfect outfit, taking photos. You got a cool new lunchbox, cool backpack. Um, this is the honeymoon phase. We know this won't last. We know we can't have this amount of excitement and uh, energy day in and day out. The key here, though, is we have to relax. We have to accept that we're not going to be perfect. And the key is how do we create rituals and habits we can sustain? And so if the first week of school we're making sourdough bread for the, the, the sandwiches, we're homemaking kettle chips, we're cutting the fruit in some crazy shapes, and I'm making some of this stuff up. This isn't what I do. But my, you get the point is we're not going to be able to sustain it. And so we're going to do some special things. We're going to make those first couple days special, but we got to start relaxing. We got to start avoiding the need for perfection and really creating some solid foundations, not only that you can sustain within the, the family, that your kids can sustain and potentially at some point help out with. And so number one is we got to relax. We got to understand it's not about being perfect, but we do have to create some rituals and habits that we can really get into. Number two, I think water is so important for kids and it's so easy for any age kid to be attracted to all these other beverages, Gatorade, pop, chocolate milk. It's cool. There's celebrities, there's influencers. Um, my kids are at the age where they're not on social media, but it doesn't matter. K through 12 or pre-K through 12, there's a lot of different ways to be influenced. And, and we're not saying that you, you never can have some of these beverages. And, um, but how do we make drinking water cool? I got my Stanley water bottle. So there's all these different water bottles, and my kids have the Yetis with their names on it. But what can you do to continue to enforce water is a cool thing to drink? Water is something that you need to drink. Um, as we get back to school, back in that routine, teaching your, your children, teaching yourself, uh, that water is something that we require. One of the things I do with my uh, kids and my, my uh, parents do with my kids a lot is make little lemon ice cube balls, or it could be oranges, or it could be lime, or mixed together, and putting that in the water to give it a different flavor, but also making it a little bit more fun, a little bit cooler. There's a lot of different ways, but we have to make drinking water cool. We have to th think of drinking water as should be the number one beverage that your, your kids are consuming. And so if it's really easy for your kids to open beverages and all these things that are cool because we're buying them and it's in the pantry, um, I think that's setting up anybody to kind of fail from if their goal is to choose water. Most kids, if they have an option right in front of them, they're going to they're gonna drink that colorful um, attractive drink. And so how do we make drinking water cool? That's number two. As you know, it's, it's a foundation that we really emphasize. And when you think about the goal is it gives your kids more energy. Um, it could help with detoxification, immune system, not getting sick as much and maybe focus. So when your energy plummets, maybe you're drinking some caffeinated or uh, sugary beverage, when your energy starts to go down, your focus is going to go down. And so really paying attention to water. I can't overemphasize water. It should be cool to drink. Number three, begin the morning right. 
lunch, whatever you feel about lunch in Michigan, uh, a law was passed and school lunch is provided for free, actually breakfast and lunch. Um, I'm not going to go down the weeds of school lunches, but I think what we can control the most is beginning the day right. The morning, we're designed to eat breakfast. This begins with you. And so if you're intermittent fasting or you're skipping breakfast or you're running out the door too quickly, your kids are going to develop that same habit. They're going to see you. They're going to mirror you. And so how can you begin the morning right? Um, how do we create breakfast? Find something that you can sustain. Maybe they, they create or do it overnight oats or something that can be ready. Or maybe you want to spend a little bit more time and have some, some fun days. Maybe Fridays are pancake days or whatever it is. How do we start the morning right? And this is why superfoods to me are so important. We came out with the Kids Daily Omega. I put my kid's name right on the cap. They can drink it right out of the bottle. They know that they just take a, a teaspoon in the morning. And then, you know, the super greens. And so getting some of these superfoods in your kids right before school can be tremendous. And we don't have to worry as much throughout the rest of the day that they're eating fruits and vegetables because sometimes kids are going to be kids and they're going to rebel. And then from a positive standpoint, from a psychological standpoint, this is where we need to kind of slow down create some positivity, maybe teach your kids how to breathe correctly, maybe do a quick, simple affirmation exercise. What are you excited about for the day? What are you hopeful for the day? I think positive thinking as you're, you're going out the door, not only for you, but for your kids can be a tremendous way to start the day right. And, you know, you don't have to be that brown paper sack lunch family either. You can, you know, make the lunch more, you know, more exciting or maybe school lunches is, is the option for your kids or your family for what everybody wants. But today we're going to focus on really starting the morning right. You know, some of these superfoods can tremendously help with skin, acne, energy, stamina, recovery, gut health. Um, and I see this a lot. A lot of gut health is, is really being undiagnosed, whether it's causing cognitive issues, behavioral issues, skin issues, immune issues, uh, getting sick too often. And it begins by starting the day right. Number four is snacks. What kind of snacks are your kids able to consume? I know peanuts are becoming very problematic in schools. Our most popular food bar is a, a, a peanut butter chocolate. And so sometimes those things aren't allowed in schools, but creating snacks, whether it's a food bar, my kids like these fig bars, creating fruit that they like. You know, if it, it's just a school apple, most kids aren't going to pick the school apple. And so what kind of fruits can you pack? What kind of fruits can your kids explore? But snacking is important. And so making sure the pantry is stocked with some things that they can grab, the healthier things. And this is where... You know, our kids' food target comes in. I was kind of peeking at this. We don't use this as much um, anymore, but this month I've worked with uh, nine um, ISDs, school districts, speaking. And, and I understand eating healthy processed food is, is more expensive than unhealthy processed foods. But really understanding the upgrade philosophy, trying to try new snacks, new options. And again, if, if it requires perfection and a ton of effort, Sometimes those things aren't as sustainable, but snacks are a big deal and it goes both ways. If all your kids have options are, are unhealthy snacks, that's what they're going to crave. 
if you slowly start to develop some of these habits, rituals, and environment, uh, these snacks can be much more beneficial. Last one here, and I think the key is, is these five tips are really about you. Your kids are going to follow what you do. You're buying the food. You're creating the rituals. You're leading the household. And so number five begins with you. You have to put yourself first. If you're waking up and all you're doing is reacting and just providing for them, you're probably going to miss some really quality opportunities. And so the first thing is we got to we got to give ourselves the time, the space, the energy, maybe the breakfast for us so that we can give to them. And that's my message that I gave to these school districts this month as they're starting their school, whether it's the teachers, administrators, communicating to the families, is you can only give what you give to yourself. And so if you're not putting the oxygen mask on yourself first, you're going to limit what you can give to your kids and that's the key for back to school is we have to take care of ourselves if we expect your kids to take care of their self. And my bonus tip is is trying to eat as much as we can homemade. And this involves the family trying to teach them and so if they're maybe packing their snacks or packing their lunch because it's not about eating perfect, you can enjoy some things, maybe you got some homemade recipes or family traditions. I really believe the key to health and happiness is making things in the home. And the more that we can do that, I think you're going to start to see the alignment of our health, our happiness, because we're designed to really slow down, create some habits, have some fun. And again, as we start off the school year, whether you have kids, don't have kids, not uh, ready for the school to start, Today, I think it's an opportunity to lead. And that's my takeaway today. Here's some five tips. Relax, teach the importance of water, begin the morning right, create some healthy snacks, and you gotta put yourself first. We'll see you again next time.